BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You're listening to NBC Sports Philadelphia. The guests you want to hear from. The Phillies information you need. It's At The Yard with Jim Salisbury. This is a special summer for Jim Tomey. One of the greatest sluggers in Major League history, he was elected to the Hall of Fame first ballot in January and will be inducted into Cooperstown in July. He ranks 8th all-time with 612 home runs, 26th all-time with almost 1,700 RBIs. Jim spent three-plus seasons with the Phillies and helped turn the city on to baseball again. And he was a mentor to many of the young players who went on to win the World Series in 2008. Hello again, and welcome back to At The Yard. I'm Jim Salisbury. We are presented by Deborah Heart and Lung Center. If it's your heart, demand Deborah, and visit demanddeborah.org. And a reminder, please subscribe to At The Yard wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And this is going to be a fun one. We have Hall of Famer Jim Tomey. So, Jim, I remember when the Phillies were going after you um, way back when, and I remember writing, you know, if the Phillies can get Jim Tomey, he's obviously going to help them as a ball player, help them in the community. But we might be witnessing in Philadelphia a, a guy putting the finishing touches on a Hall of Fame career. Now you're back in Philadelphia as a Hall of Famer. What does that feel like? Just as we talked, there are so, so incredible. Uh, I think from the players, from, from the players in, we're humbled, honored. Uh, I mean, how do you ever imagine... A, getting the call, but then playing long enough and, and being fortunate enough, fortunate enough to, uh, to be put in that situation. I, I still today, I think, man, has this really all happened? Is this a dream? And it's just the last two, three months have been so great. And it's, I've explained this. It's so much more than just the player going in. You know, it's about your mom and dad. It's about your kids. It's about your wife, the organizations the people that you have been a part of in each of them organizations, your managers, your teammates, you know, the list goes on. And, and what I've noticed is that the people reaching out and, and genuinely congratulating myself on the honor, and that feels so good. That, you know, that induction, again, it's, it, and I get it, it's the player works hard, you get in, you, 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 you play this long career, but it's so much more. That's the special part is we all kind of did this together, you know, and that's, that's how, that's what for me, I mean, I have a 10-year-old. You know, he's at the perfect age to embrace every moment. Lila is 15, same thing. She was, she was just a baby when I was in Philly, and now she's in high school, and to watch, watch her and to be a part of this, and to share, you know, share that moment with Andrea is just so, so special. You talk about time passing. You know, I think we're right about the anniversary of your 400th home run. And I remember the camera focusing on Andrea. And Lila yeah. was a little girl in her arms. I know. And you're here in Philadelphia for a couple of days 
to uh, be honored for your Hall of Fame honor. She's going to sing the national anthem. I know. It's so special, you know. And, and she goes to the Academy of the Arts there in Chicago, and she's got a special talent in herself, in itself. So for me, it's like, it's like wow, you know, how time, how quick time has gone. And, and also to share this moment and embrace it. And, again, it's, it's, it's so much more about, you know, than just the player. It's about everybody involved. And you've always – I know you're sincere when you say that because you've always been a very appreciative guy. I mean, you're appreciative of everybody who's impacted you. Uh, I'm sure you're going to have a tough time making that speech because you're going to have a lot of people you want to mention. It, 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 yes. And, and, and the thing is, is – there's a, lot, there's a lot of people, you know, that you can mention. And I just want all of them to know at some point, you know, one of the things I plan on doing is reaching out and thanking everybody, either personally or in my speech, you know, and, and letting them truly understand how much they've meant to me and how much I appreciate all the, all the people that you were around and involved with and had the opportunity to embrace and be a part of. Those, those great organizations that I was so fortunate to play for and to be a part of that is just so great. How about, and, and embrace each, each and every one of them. How about this one? What did this one, you've been, you know, obviously you're synonymous with the Cleveland Indians. You were a great White Sox, a great twin. You went through the Dodgers, you went through the Orioles. You've been around. Um, what did this particular stop mean to your career, mean to you as a human being, as a man? It, it helped me grow as a human being because I only knew Cleveland. I was a young kid when I went to Cleveland, very young actually, and then that's all I ever knew. And then here it was, okay, you're going to go play in a great tradition city, very passionate. Let's face it, I mean, the fans, they are very passionate here. But for me, that, that kind of, that pushed me to want to come here and make sure that I stayed on top of my game every day. That drive into the ballpark, knowing, look, it wasn't about the fact that they were going to boo you. It was the fact that to embrace the moment that they cheer you. And, and I always use that as motivation, that, that they every day, the way they were, hopefully tried to make me better and want to do better every day. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's so special. I, I feel you know I feel blessed that I had the chance to come through here because I think I grew as a man, as a person, mm -hmm. and I got to meet so many great people within this organization that I can call friends today. Truly, genuinely call friends. It's it's a great tradition. Look at all the great players that have come through here. You know, it's it's one of the top organizations of history in the game and what it's meant and how the organization embraces everybody. You know what? I remember how exciting it was when you signed here. I remember the press conference like it was yesterday. There was an unbelievable buzz because the Phillies had been down. Yeah. And, and then it was an unbelievable buzz when you showed up to spring training. I remember just watching you take batting practice before spring training officially began. Do you remember hitting a ball, I do. a batting practice, and you hit it up onto Highway 19 yeah. in Clearwater. Do but you remember there were, that? But, but this is the thing. There was like 40-mile-an-hour winds uh, that day. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I I, I, it was really windy. It was windy, yes. I, I remember doing it, and, and we'll play along with it. But, we <laughs> but it, was, it was very windy, and, and it was one of those BP kind of sessions where 
it was like, okay, I'm going to let it loose here. You know, because I, I always had a plan. I felt like I always had a, a, a game plan the way I took BP. But that particular day, it was, I felt pretty good. So I let her loose a little bit. And, and I remember that day, you know, like it was yesterday, actually. I remember just watching, leaning on a chain link fence, Boa was pitching. <laughs> And you hit that like 528 feet, which I think is a tenth of a mile. <laughs> I mean, there was a construction site up there. And, and then, you know, I remember writing about it. People were buzzing about it. And yeah. then I think maybe the first, your first spring training game was down in Bradenton, wasn't it? Or first or second, and you hit a bomb down in Bradenton. Yes. One, one of your yes. first at-bats. Yeah. And, and the word made it up to Philly almost instantly. And then you, you get off to a big start in, in, in your first or second game. You hit a bomb. It's like every night you did something exciting. And, and you were right in the MVP race that year in, in 03, last year the vet. What, did, did you, what was that whole like that first year? Was it, oh, was it everything man. you thought it would be? It, it, it was. And, and I go back to the fans because I think, you know, like, like the fans here – you, you want to do so well. You want to make sure that every day you come to the ballpark and you're given everything you got. And I think the way they were drove me to try to do my best every day. And look, you're going to have the roller coaster ride of a middle-of-the-order hitter. You're going to go through your one-for-tens. You might go six-for-12 and hit a couple home runs. But, but I got to tell you, the first, I think it was... In the vet, my it was either my first or second bat hitting the triple. I don't hit many triples. I and watching the introduction in the vet of, of us, and I think we were playing the Pirates, and then just that whole aura, the atmosphere of the way Philly was, it, it was so, so great. I, I rem- There's a lot of moments I remember, but that one especially – because I don't hit many triples in the standing O. The, the, the curtain calls in Philadelphia are, are priceless. Really? They really are. I mean, Just, as a player, that's what you, you dream of. Because, you know, hey, they'll let you know when you're not playing well, but they will also embrace you when you have great moments, which is outstanding. And I think they embraced you for a lot of reasons. Just you're a good guy and, and a great player, and I think – you know, right from the, there was a sincerity that you wanted to be here and and wanted to be part of this because baseball had been down, and I think you felt like you wanted to be part of the of the you know the process to lift it up again. Well, and I think a lot of that came from the organization. You know, when when we went through the process of free agency and okay, you know, where are you going to go? And we didn't rush anything. You know, I I, I really look back and. Love the way that Ed Wade and Ruben kind of went through the process with Dave Montgomery and Bill Giles and that whole, you know, how everything kind of fell into place. What moving into Citizens Bank was always talked about and what what the future could be. Uh, and, and, and I felt an honest, like with the questions that I asked, like did they, you felt that sincerity that, look, this club has a chance to win and win soon and they they really they they prove that you know in the long term and and to us players because they made a lot of moves to bring in some very very big free agents and trades and the plan really did work you primed the pump you built excitement uh at the last year of the vet you built excitement coming into this ballpark and you joined all of a sudden now there's rollins and utley and howard and hamels is on his way yeah. all these young players in this nucleus and you're a veteran and they're learning from you. You're also observing them. Yes. 
And then, but five years later, you are not here when, when that all comes to flower and they yes. win a World Series. But when you first meshed with that group, did you think they were capable of special things? I did. I did. You know, those great teams I was on in Cleveland in the 90s, it, it reminded me of the process that we went through in Cleveland. You know, it was an organization that was hungry, that was passionate, that wanted to do it. They wanted to make sure the city knew that they were trying to win. And, and the players, going to the players, young, really good, Jimmy Rollins, Chase Utley, you know, Ryan Howard emerged, which eventually I was traded because, let's be honest, I mean, Ryan emerged into a superstar MVP player. Unfortunately, there was no DH in the National League, so you know, it gave me an opportunity to go home. I, I mean, the Phillies were great about that. I got to go play in Chicago, but I'll be honest, like, Watching those guys win a World Series, it was like your brothers winning it, and you support that. Charlie Manuel, who everybody knows my relationship with Charlie and what he's meant to me, you know, think about it. He got a chance to win. He got a chance to win a World Series, and that's what it's about. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's in the long haul. The goal was to win a World Series. Now, the business of the game had me go to Chicago. I understand. I get it. It's all a. It's all, you know, was there a part of me that wanted to win here? Yes. But I was so happy in, in, in watching these guys who were like my family do it. Not only the players, but the front office as well. Did you feel like a little piece of you was with them? Because yeah. they looked up to you. They learned a lot from you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, 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 it definitely felt good to watch, we call it in sports, that dog pile. Mm -hmm. You know, when that dog pile happened. And everybody was jumping around and embracing each other. You know, that was a special night to watch. I, I, I smiled f like no other when that happened. Mm -hmm. So you actually remember sitting there watching them win the World Series? I do, I do. You called Charlie or? I called him, I think, later on that night or the next day. And, yeah, I mean, that's, you're talking about a father. This was my father figure. And to watch him, you know, and, 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 get that moment that we all drive ourselves every day to get is a World Series from your off-season workouts to spring training to the long process during the season to watch them accomplish that was, was incredible. I hope you're enjoying my conversation with Jim Tomey. Coming up at the yard... I was writing a story as the game is going on saying the Indians broke a long World Series drought last night. Oh, man. It all fell apart in that ninth inning. Do you still feel that? You do. That was probably the most emotional, draining game I've ever been through. You know, from an emotion. Think about it. You're the last game played for that season in 97. You're either going home a winner or you're not. That's next after this health tip from Deborah Heart and Lung Center. Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. 
Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is At The Yard, the podcast. So many great things in your career, Hall of Fame, 600 home runs, one of the most respected guys in the game. But you never got that World Series no. ring. Is that, is, is that... Is that a missing piece, or is it, is it, is it fine as you look back? I think, it was a I think good it'll run. always be a little bit missing. I mean, look, look, everybody, everybody wants an opportunity to win a World Series. I was blessed that, that I got to go to two. You know, We didn't accomplish it, but we were in the arena. Mm-hmm. We got to be there. We got to be a part of it. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't look back and go, oh, you know, this didn't happen, so this. I, I, I don't, like, go through life second-guessing. I always embrace what the moment, what the time, what each moment meant. And, look, those other teams, they played well, you know, and they deserved to win. Now, could it have fell you know, our way as well? Absolutely. So, you know, that's, that's part of the grind and the long process. I can still remember sitting in the press box at the old stadium in Miami, the football stadium with, yeah. the, with the green seats or the, yeah. the aqua marine seats and uh, where the Dolphins play. And I'm sitting there writing the Cleveland Indians won the World Series last night. And then You were there. I was there covering it. Um, and I was writing a story as the game is going on saying the Indians broke a long World Series drought last night. Oh, man. Won the World Series. I might still have that computer at home somewhere. Um, and um, all kind of it all fell apart in that ninth inning do you still feel that you do you do and again I think it's because we were so close you know there was there was nothing like and I remember the emotion of playing defense in the extra innings of a seventh game it was like no other uh and you know obviously we all know how it played out but, yeah, I mean, that, that was probably the most emotional, draining game I've ever been through, you know, from an emotion. Think about it. You're the last game played for that season in 97. You're either going home a winner or you're not. And, you know, going into late in that game, we were up. We had an opportunity. But you know what? We support everybody. We That's, hey, we got there together, oh, yeah. and we go down together. And that's that's part of – that's part of the process, too. But, but at the end of the day, we were in the arena, and, and we, we embraced it. And, and you, were part it. Of yeah. a, you were part of a great World Series. And I want to c- just double back to when you came here, um, the team had been, you know, rebuilding, and you were considered a big free agent signing. It, it's, it's a little similar now. The team is kind of trending upward. Uh, they signed Arietta this uh, yeah. spring training. And, you know, you get the feeling they want to do more of that in the coming, maybe this coming off season. What would you say to maybe a free agent that was, a big-name free agent yeah. that was considered in Philadelphia and the Phillies? I would say that Philadelphia will embrace you, you know, if you embrace them. You know, you've got to feel it in your heart, you know. And I think one of the things that during the process for me is 
I think I listened to my gut. I listened to the fact that I truly felt that they wanted to win a World Series. And I, I think any free agent that comes in here now, they're going to present that. And I think any, any player should understand moving forward, this organization is passionate about winning, and they're going to do everything they can to, A, get really good players in here and, and keep them long-term and bring them into a wonderful family. And they already have a few good players. Um, yes. They have some more coming in the farm system. You're working at MLB Network as an analyst, so I know you're you know, focused on a lot of teams. But yeah. I wanted to kind of just, as you watch the Phillies in the studio, or um, what, you know, what is your feel on a guy like uh, Odubel Herrera, Reese yeah. Hoskins, even Gabe Kapler? Yeah, I love, I love Herrera's bat-to-ball skills. I think he's, he's a very unique player. I think what, what, what he teaches me is because of his stance and the moving parts in his swing, I think you have to embrace the end result. You know, meaning that because a guy has a different stance or, you know, he holds the bat here, there, at the end of the day, and I try to teach my son this and the young kids that I coach, at the end of the day, the most important thing is getting bat to ball. You know, and how you do that is up to you. We want to support you. We want to build confidence. We want to help you get to the level that you're comfortable. With, with Hoskins, I think, you know, he's a leg kick guy, you know, but very, very polished. I think, again, he's more on the power side than Herrera. He, you know, I, I think sky's the limit. I think he's going to keep getting better. I think where he loads, where he gets his positioning to come to the baseball uh, is outstanding. I think with Kapler, I think you got a passionate, young, excited manager that, again, I think coming to Philadelphia – He's in his heart. I think he truly wants to be here, and he wants to win for the city of Philadelphia. I see that when he does his interviews or when he does a press conference. The thing being a part of the Phillies, and I know this environment, that's what I sense from Gabe. I would agree with you on that. He gets the job in the fall, and you know, this is a guy who lives in Malibu when he moved to Philadelphia. Yes. You know, so he, he's... He's part of it. He's invested. I, I, I agree. And you know what? He's got his beliefs, and I respect you. Look, look, if you're, if you're a part of the, the leadership of running the ship, I think your opportunities and your thoughts, you put those together. And at the end of the day, you want a good, good team behind you helping you along the way. And I, I think the passion really shows with Gabe. As you analyze the Phillies, do you think they're far away from contending? I think they're very close. I think, look, look, I think the game is all about the youth. I think the game is about good, young, really good core. And I think, look, they got pitching. Their starting pitching has been excellent, you know. But at the end of the day, Jim, you know what it's about? It's peaking at the right time. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody, you can play good in April, you can play good in May. But you know what the goal is? Is to play really good in October. And that you got to get there, but also the you know the old saying is you 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 know you want to you can't win, lose a cha- what is it you can't lose a championship in it wait a minute you can't win it in early but you, you can, can lose yeah, it early yeah right? yeah uh, so I just again I, I I think these guys have a great opportunity the future is bright and it's going to be very special a few word associations quick answers Charlie Manuel 
First thing that comes to your mind. Second father. Ryan Howard. Tank. Stud. You know, just a great player. The construction workers and the electricians out at the, uh, when they were building this place. Emotional. For you? Yes. They touched you? No question. I mean, probably one of the, for me, one of the best moments in my career. Yeah, that was amazing, the outpouring. It was, I mean, so special. How could you say no to those guys? (laughs) You got that right. (laughs) They, they, I mean, that was one of the classic, I think, looking back in my career, I'll never forget that. Yeah, and you couldn't, like, make that up. No. I mean, that was all from the heart. That kind of was... That was kind of the core and the rock of what Philly stands for, I think. And you're a blue-collar guy. I remember meeting your dad, awesome yeah. guy. Worked, worked at Caterpillar. Worked at Caterpillar. Yep. He's yep. a big bulldozer of a man, yep. He, yep. and he made bulldozers, <laughs> right? <laughs> he was a part of it, yes. But yeah. that had to touch you as a, from, from it, a blue-collar it, it, kid it from did. a blue-collar family. It did. In the Midwest, growing up in the Midwest, and, yeah, having the, uh, grandpa, you know, father, brothers, Work in that blue-collar environment was so special. Well, good job by those guys. Chase Utley. Gamer. Manny the Ramirez. Game. Manny Ramirez. Manny Ramirez. Hitting machine. Albert Bell. Intense. Very intense. As, as no, I mean, I've never seen intensity like that. And he used it to his advantage. So preparation off the charts. So the night you got the phone call, I watched the video. You had your family around you, and it was it was really sweet. But you got to. Th- what are you feeling when that phone call? When you get that phone call, it's like no other. How, how do you ever? You're 10 years old. You know you go through life, and you get to play high school baseball. You get to play youth ball. You get to play high school. You're blessed to get drafted. You go through this long process. And then you make it to the major leagues. And then all of a sudden, you've got to survive. You know, we call it once you get there, you got to work even harder to stay. And then all of a sudden, here's this 22-year career that in a blink of an eye is over with. And then four or five years goes by. And, you know, you get rumblings. Oh, you know, you might get a chance to go to the Hall of Fame or, you, you know. And then all of a sudden, that call comes in. It's like no other. I, I emotionally and, and, and watching that New York area code pop up on my phone, you know, was just, I, 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 words can't describe. You know, I said it earlier, walking down that hall where they show you where your plaque is when you go to orientation and to look over and there's names of Hank Aaron, Babe Ruth, you know, Cobb, DiMaggio, Musial, I mean, these are the greatest players in the game. I never envisioned that being a Midwestern kid. You know, all I wanted to do was be a ten, keep playing. You know, keep and 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 love the game so much. You just you just want to keep getting better. And I actually got to fulfill that and live that dream. And I and still am today. You know, it's for me, Landon, Lila did a little bit. Lila got to see towards the end of my career. But what's so special for him is that he gets to embrace this moment, and he gets it now. This will be so much fun for him in July to see Griffey and to see all those, the fraternity that's going to be behind you. It it's, gives me chills. It really does. I, I am 
so excited. I, but again, Jim, I think it's, and I'll say this, I think it's more than just the player going in. It's, it's about everybody else that had this part of this all falling together. Well, Jimmy, it was an honor to watch it, your career. All over the, all your different towns, but especially right here. Thank you. Up close in Philadelphia, you are a Hall of Famer in every inch of the definition as a player and a person. Thank Congratulations. You. Appreciate it. Hey, I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Hall of Famer Jim Tomey as much as I did. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time at the Yard. Thanks for listening to At the Yard on NBC Sports Philadelphia. Be sure to subscribe to At the Yard wherever you listen to podcasts.